Stacy and Devin. The internet tells us that we're a health and wellness podcast, but you won't find any professional advice here. <laughs> That's right. We are just here to share our journeys so that hopefully our failures make you feel better about yours. Uh, Devin, is there a category for just relatable podcasts? I don't know. Probably. Let's be that. <laughs> Sounds good. Stacy, you know it's been a heck of heck of a week this week. Oh. No shit. Yes, go yeah. ahead. Tell well, me. it's just coming back from vacation, and then this is technically my second week back in the office. But I went back for only three days before I went on vacation. So right, and everybody wasn't back yet. So oh, this no. is the first full week with everyone back in the office, and it was a full week back in the office, and it was a week back from vacation, and I just like zonked when I come home yeah I my workout routines have not been very good this week because I just come home and I'm like I just want to sit on the couch yeah no absolutely I don't, don't want to move 100 <sighs> percent so nothing bad's happened or you know it's not been good or bad or whatever it's just yeah man an energy sucker yeah it really is it really it really really is Mm-hmm. And I always forget, like, um, like I am, I am like very low energy today, tonight, right now. Um, I have a really bad headache, which is part of oh, my problem. No. I mean, it's not like, it's not like, you know, it's not like a migraine. Well, it might be okay. a migraine, but I've put, I've might taken be medicine. to a migraine. Yeah. I've take medicine. I've take, I've take the medicine. <laughs> <laughs> medicine has been ingested for it. Um, so I'm hoping that that is helping abate it. But, um, but I've just been like you know, work like you in the office working. I taught class this week. Um, uh, and those are always hard weeks for you. Yeah. And then I had like, I didn't have a panic attack, but I had like a close to a panic. At- like I recognized that I was going to have a panic attack. Yeah. Okay. Well, so that's I, good though. Yeah. Yeah. So I like took, took meds and Thomas, actually Thomas helped me because I was like, I came home and I was like, I just have this feeling of impending doom. <laughs> I was like, I feel very anxious. And, and I was like proud of myself for being able to be like, I'm not feeling right. And then, um, and then I was like, just trying to do, you know, my normal everyday stuff. And Thomas like noticed, I guess that I was shaking mm-hmm. and he was like, you just need to go to go lay down. I will take care of everything. And so, yeah, I took, um, some my like out of I have like emergency Ativan for if mm-hmm. I'm gonna have a if I'm like having a panic attack or I'm afraid I'm gonna have a panic attack. So I took that and it basically knocked me out for like 24 hours. Which sucked. oh wow yeah that's the only problem with the with that particular drug. I don't like to take it, but um, but it did calm me down. So that's, mm-hmm. that's good. <laughs> yeah yeah. Um, so that sucked because you know I was just like useless for for about 24 hours. Was it on the um, weekend? No, it was like oh. um, Tuesday night, um, which sucked because then the next day I had to wake up and finish teaching my class. Wow. And I was like, I'm sorry, I can't talk right now. Yeah. I'm half drugged, you know, like, <laughs> can't really say that um, right. to to my class. But uh, yeah, so that was that was a little rough. But fortunately, my co-facilitator is awesome and uh, she was very sympathetic towards my my situation and okay, you know kind of picked up the slack for me. Yeah. So that was good. Yeah. <laughs> so good. I was like, okay, yay. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I hear you. It's been a week for sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, what are you drinking? 
Well, I'm back on the shaker and spoon box oh, tonight. Oh, nice. Yay. Yes. And this Sh- one is sponsored by Shaker and Spoon. <laughs> oh, I wish. Yeah. <laughs> um, this one is extra special because it's specifically about Tennessee whiskey. Oh, yeah. how lovely. Wait, are you still going through the whiskey one? Still? Oh, yeah. no. So this is a different one. So I guess oh. like... Yeah, um, I don't know how long ago. Maybe like, a f- well, maybe five months ago. So we we are a little behind. Let me just tell you that <laughs> on our boxes. Um, but so several months ago, there was a whiskey one, but it was like, I think it was rye whiskey. Yeah, that's okay, right. Because the okay. whiskey we had was something like pig rye whiskey or pig something. The name of it was something with a pig. Okay. Um, <laughs> so this is a different whiskey box, but it's specifically for Tennessee whiskey. Oh, um, yeah. So we did. We actually did not get Jack Daniels. We ended up getting, I think it's called George Dickel, and it's from. T- uh, yeah, I know. I know Dickel. I yeah, know Dickel. yeah. Um, not Tallahoma or Tomahoma or something, Tennessee. I'd never okay. actually heard of it. But Tallahoma? Tallahoma? I think so. Yeah, that's. I know where that is. Um, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we okay. don't have to go into it. Yeah. It's not. It's. Um, it's kind of like south of Nashville, north of Chattanooga. Oh, okay. I think, if I'm remembering okay. correctly. So kind of yeah. in between those two? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So the drink that I'm drinking tonight is called Poncho and Lefty. Ooh. And it's named after a uh, song by uh, Towns Van Zant. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I know yeah. that. And it said basically like this cocktail is a staggeringly deep number to wax wistful to wait to wax wistful to while sitting around the campfire um, in a play on just how much wood features in the makeup of Tennessee whiskey. So I actually didn't realize that, but whiskey is made with maple charcoal filtering and charred oak aging. So there's a lot of wood used in Tennessee whiskey. That would explain it. That would explain it. Yeah. Yeah. So they crafted this one with a little additional wood touch, and it has some maple syrup that is... uh, infused with uh smoked maple or uh, no smoked pecan wood is Ooh. somehow in the in the maple syrup so yeah, yeah it's basically an old-fashioned with like this smoked maple wood or smoked pecan wood syrup and then peach bitters because traditionally you use orange so you use some kind of citrus in old-fashioned but this yeah is peach so it's giving it like a summer feel i um, see yeah so it's actually really nice, and I never thought that I would be a whiskey drinker. No, but these shaker and spoon whiskey drinks have been very smooth and uh, drinkable, and uh, yeah, I'm enjoying them quite a lot actually. That is very cool. Yeah. So, what about you? Um, I am being the basic, the basicest of the basics, <laughs> and I am just drinking a shock top. <laughs> Hey, there's nothing wrong with that. That's some good beer. I, uh, it is good beer. Um, I just like, I didn't want to open up a bottle of wine, um, yet. And I've been trying not to drink last couple of nights after my, uh, panic situation. Oh, so I yeah. was like, well, just kind of take it easy. Um, but I did. So I took the kids to the zoo 
the zoo does like this after um, after hours thing on Thursday nights. Yeah. And so I picked them up and I took them to the zoo and I had a, actually it's funny. I first ordered a margarita because they had margaritas, mm-hmm. but I have to tell you, it was the absolute worst thing <laughs> I have ever oh, put no. in my mouth. And I oh, wow. couldn't, like I had to throw it away. It was wow, so bad. bad? Yeah, because it was just like, all it was was sugar and not good sugar. Oh. Like it just tasted like I was sipping, um, corn syrup i mean Ugh. it was horrible and i was like i can't even there is no way i can drink this so i just threw yeah. it away which I, you oh. know me i am I not know. it takes a lot for me to throw away alcohol yeah um, and to dislike sugar right yes that's another thing <laughs> it's like there are two things that are really weird right now yeah um and the fact that maybe why i got a headache was because i was drinking mm. that it was horrible uh so then i ended up getting a um a belgian uh white uh blue moon at uh later and then Mm -hmm. so i was like well i'll just continue on with the belgian white uh (laughs) yeah like theme tonight so ta-da shock top shock top Mm -hmm. it is Uh, yes Mm. um Speaking of Tennessee, because I talked about the Shaker and Spoon Box was yeah. Tennessee-themed. So we've been doing, the last two weeks, we've been doing trivia on Tuesday. Yes, nights. yes. And very nice. Yes. And this week, they had a Knoxville question. And it said. <gasps> really? Yes. It talked about, it actually said the 1982 World's Fair. But it was actually 83, right? No, it was 82. Oh, it was 82? Yeah. Okay. For some reason, I was thinking it was 83. But anyway, that's not important. They said, <laughs> during the World's Fair, or there, in the World's Fair... There's this 266 foot tall tower with a golf ball on top called the Sun Sphere is located in what city? And I Yay. like, I was like, yeah, I was like, squee, you know, I like wrote down the answer and I like ran up and I was like dancing and before like he even finished the question and, um, you know, I like gave him the answer and I was like, that's where we're from. And I was, you know, he's like, okay, cool. You know, <laughs> whatever, you crazy lady. Yeah, I was super excited about it. It was like the best question ever. That is that is a really good question. Yes. <laughs> it would have been even better if it had been like, and supposedly it is full of wigs. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I should have wrote that on the thing. <laughs> mm. Well, we do have a topic today. Yes, we do. Um, so uh, do you want to uh, do you want to introduce everybody to our topic? Yes, I think I will. Thank you. Um, so we listen to, and I think we've actually listened to, uh, NPR has a podcast called Life Kit. And yeah. I think we've actually listened to a couple other episodes before, but yeah, I was thinking today or when I was listening to it, preparing for this episode, I was just like, I probably should just subscribe. To that. Yes, I agree. <laughs> I think I'm going to as well because they seem so to have some good. Really good topics. Yeah. And they're short. Like this was only yeah. 21 minutes or something like that. Yeah. So, you know, they're short it's good information and they're interesting. So this one was lackability in the workplace. Right. And it was actually ended up being way more interesting than I thought. And I thought it was just going to be more like the politics of the workplace, which it is a little bit, but it is a little more than that. So like basically just to summarize, it was like um, lackability in the workplace is something that you can care about. And most people do at least at some level, but actually everyone else controls and it can make or break your career. Um, right. 
This also particularly affects women and minorities, and it is pretty much discrimination, but because it is phrased as, I don't like them, so it's like, because the, the word like is in there, it skirts the HR reportability, which right. is something that's really interesting, um, I thought. Yes. So that's kind of like my summary of mm-hmm. the episode. Right. And I also like the... Um, the person who was who was I can't remember what her name is, but the yeah. the the host who was basically giving us the story, yeah, a journalist. Yes, yes, thank you, thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> That's what it's called. Yeah. Um, like they, you know, she was talking about the fact that she always feel felt like she needed people to like her. Yes. And I definitely could relate to that. And it's funny because I realized I related to it in a very different way. Mm-hmm. Um, because she was talking about like, you know, even whenever she was in kid, she was a kid, like buying um, the same shoes <gasps> as the yeah. popular person. And I was like, no, that wasn't me. But I was I was always myself. I was always very much just like, I'm yeah. going to you know, dress in black and be completely weird. Um, but I still wanted everybody to like me anyway. <laughs> it's like, yeah. I'm weird. Please still like me. Well, I, I think th- there is a difference between uh, having people like you and um, popularity. Which yeah, yeah. She was wanting to be on the hottest trends, which you didn't care about necessarily about being popular. No. But yeah, like that. I can see how the two are similar but different. Right, right. Um, but I definitely, you know, like that is always my major concern. And what I what I struggle with in 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 workplace politics is, you know, I I tend to not want to push back on people who I'm afraid will get mad at me if I push back, <laughs> not because you know of any other reason other than I want them to like me. <laughs> Oh, yeah. You know, and it's like, you know, so for me, I, it's not even because we've talked about this. I don't really have any true ambition as far as like growing or, or becoming whatever. But yeah, I just really like I really want people like me. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I mean, to your point, it is such a bigger issue, you know, it yes. is such a bigger thing um, that you really do have to. That, that people need to be aware of. and Yes. Yeah. Because, so basically, kind of what they said was that likability is actually a bias. Yes. Because what's going on in your head is, is more to, to the, like, to, related to they didn't show up the way I expected, so I don't Yes. Like yes. Um, yes. So it's actually more of, a, like, a bias, bias unconscious bias. Um, right. Right. And I think also, in my opinion, they didn't say this in the podcast, but in my opinion, I think it also has to do with the personality types that we have talked about in the past. Yes, yes. Like um, DISC or um, Myers-Briggs or whatever, like the different types. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, because I know, um, because they've been doing a lot of like diversity and inclusion, which leads to unconscious bias training. And Mm -hmm. um, through that... At work, at my work. And through that, I have kind of realized that there are just certain personalities that I don't like. And it doesn't right. matter. Uh, it doesn't matter who has the personality. If they right. have this particular one, you know, I just don't like them. And it isn't even at work. It's personal life, too. Right, um, right. You know, and so I think that can also 
uh, it isn't about expecting them to show up a certain way because of X, Y, or Z. It's, oh, they're that personality. So I know I'm not going to get along with them, you know? Right, right. So yeah, unconscious bias and personality types is kind of what lackability is. Right, exactly. And I think that one of the things that they talk about in the podcast is um, they're really focusing on how women are perceived um, in the workplace, which I thought was really interesting. And I work with a a lot of women um, and, you know, I'm non-binary, but I obviously, you know, (laughs) present as a woman in the workplace and am a female, you know, assigned female birth person. So like, I feel like that's probably in a, in a binary world, that is definitely the binary that I fit into. Um, It'd be nice if there weren't binaries, but you know, that's not the world we live in. Um, So, uh, but like from that perspective, it's been interesting because I was thinking about people that I know and like struggles that they've had with different people and also things that I have heard. And it's interesting because I know people, you know, women who have, who have very strong um, personalities, very, very assertive personalities mm-hmm. who are told that they need to like chill, you know? Yeah. Yeah, and absolutely. It's like, which is not, you know, fair. And that's one of the things that they talked about. They talked about the Goldilocks effect, like, and yes, that's, Goldilocks syndrome or. Yeah. Yeah. Because like. You're either too warm or too cold, but you're never just right. Women right. Or exactly. either too warm or too cold. And even, you know, the same woman might be, might get the same feedback. And I know someone who has had that happen to them where Mm -hmm. they've one minute from the same person, they'll get feedback that, you know, Hey, you, uh, you really need to be more assertive. And then, you know, then they'll get feedback. That's like, Hey, you need to chill out and tone it down. Oh my gosh. It's like, uh, well, which one do you want me to do? Um, Exactly. Yeah. I love the way they framed it in the podcast because they said like, um are they assertive or no are they what was the word they used i don't know if they said assertive or not but they said like are they abrasive or are they passionate because i want right. to work with someone that's passionate but not abrasive or right are they do they take too long or are they deliberate because i want to work with someone that's deliberate but yeah, not indecisive. indecisive i remember yes. that one because that's me um <laughs> and uh I, but I would like, I prefer to think of myself as deliberate. Like, I'm just really right. thinking, three, thinking things through. It's, it's yeah. not that I can't make a decision. Um, right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, so I thought that was really interesting. And then I was thinking about, like, in my own, my own life, the coaching that I always get is, that, is like the opposite. It's not you need to tone it down. It's always you need to, like, be, you know, stronger. And actually, I do think that that's probably true for me because I tend to really shy away from any type of conflict and I don't like to be assertive. And, you know, it it definitely would be better for me in my to make projects happen and all of that stuff to like, you know, put my foot down and be like, no, this is not (laughs) like, yeah, I'm sorry, but I this is what I think, you know, Mm -hmm. um, So I'm trying to do better, but I also think it's interesting that like for myself, I do have the perception that I am like, you know, a softy, you know, Uh, but I just don't see that as a bad thing for me, you know? Right. Because you're a support person. Right. Exactly. Right. But I know plenty of, um, 
of women who are like really afraid of being labeled a softie. And in fact, whenever I was referring to myself as like, you know, a softie, they're like, you're not, don't do that to yourself. And I'm like, I don't mind to be a soft. I like being (laughs) soft and squishy. I'm okay with that. Like, you know, but I think that it's such a, there's so much um, negative, like you get so much flack for being that way. Especially as a, as a woman in the workplace that, people really don't want to have anything to do with that, um, with that at all, you know, Mm -hmm. like they're, you know, and it's like, it's, but it goes back. One of the things that they were talking about in the podcast is like the importance or like, (laughs) it's good to be genuine. If you're, if you're going to, you want to work someplace where you can genuinely show up and be yourself. Right. Yes. And that's also, you know, what really works better if you're a genuine leader, you know, like that, everything works better if you're being yourself. Right. Um, but the the politics of the workplace often make it difficult for you to be yourself because there's like this expectation that you've got to be a certain way. Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought that was interesting too. Yeah. And just as contrast, uh, just another point of us being total opposites. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I probably fall more on the two... Um, abrasive or too feisty scale because i 100 like i'm like okay these are the rules it's black and white this is what you should be doing uh so i don't understand why you're not doing it so do it right <laughs> you know, and I'm right. Like, i don't care if you like me or not these are the rules so now do it <laughs> um, and that can get me in trouble sometimes because they're like okay, we really need to compromise, uh, you know, or whatever. But I don't agree with that because I think if there are there are rules and policies for a reason and everyone should follow those. And if they're not following those, then they're, you know, they're out of line and need to be in line. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> that's my person. That's, that's just my black and white. These are the rules personality coming through. But yeah. Right. So, that's funny. I will say that I think it's interesting because I am so soft and squishy and like I noticed that my role at work is almost like the class clown, you know, yeah, like, yeah, um, like I, I cut up and I, uh, I make people laugh and like that's and I like doing that. Like, you know, that's what I I like having fun at work. And so I like getting other people involved in my fun, mm-hmm. um, which is usually making jokes and being ridiculously silly and whatever. Yeah. Um, and, but oh, I was going somewhere with that. And then my brain just, stopped. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. It's been a hard week. It has been a hard week. Um, oh, but I think it's interesting because I, I have that kind of persona and then I'll go into like a meeting to discuss something and I'll say something very intelligent and provocative and like, thoughtful and people will be like oh that's a really good point almost like they don't expect it to go oh yeah yeah you know, like oh Devin actually is intelligent imagine that um <laughs> Gee, I mean thanks. the people who know me really well like they they're they know me you know so they know that I'm smart and they know that I'm capable but um whenever it's like a new person who doesn't yeah. know me very well I come off as such a goofball and then they're like oh wait you actually, you know a whole lot of stuff. I'm like, yeah, yeah, actually, <laughs> yeah. I do. Yeah, pretty, I'm do. pretty clever. That's uh, yeah. 
that is a thing that I can be. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I, I just choose not to very, <laughs> very vocally every single day. Yes. <laughs> it actually reminds me, um, one of my favorite movies ever is an old, old film um, that stars James Stewart and it's called Harvey. Have mm-hmm. you ever seen that? I don't think so. It's like, <laughs> so it's about a crazy drunk guy who has an a uh, an imaginary six foot friend that's a rabbit? Um, and, <laughs> okay, <laughs> and his name's Harvey, and he like walks around. And he like introduces Harvey to everybody, and you know it's Jamie Stewart so, or Jimmy Stewart. So he's being he's being Jimmy Stewart with yeah. a giant invisible rabbit. Um, but it's brilliant. And one of the things he talks about in there, and I'm I'm not gonna remember the quote word for word, but it's like you know he used to be a an intellectual or something and used to like i don't remember if he was a professor but he had like a background where he was like really intelligent and did stuff mm-hmm. and then he like he he's talking about how his mom used to tell him that you could either be um smart or you could be kind um hmm. he spent years being smart and he prefers kind and i was like yes that's that's exactly how I feel. Like I, want, yeah. I don't, I don't want to be smart. I want to be nice to people. But why um, can't you be both? Well, that's a good question. Oh, you're saying maybe she means like you know how there's people that has to always be right. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so maybe that's what she means by being smart. If you're trying to prove you're smart, then you're right. maybe always trying to prove. So maybe that's the only thing I can think of. I don't know why you can't be both. But yeah, maybe that's what the moral of the story. Yeah. Right. Yeah, so sense. I just always prefer to be pleasant. That was the that was the different phrase he used. Pleasant. You can yes. be you can be smart or you can be pleasant. No, I prefer pleasant. I was like, yes, yeah, me too, me too. I prefer yeah. being pleasant. Yeah, absolutely. I prefer pleasant. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> um, That's what's funny is I actually get a lot of feedback from my uh, coworkers that I'm very easy to talk to and like warm and inviting. Yeah. In a, casual setting right uh so you know if they see me in the break room or if they just come to my desk and talk to me you know it's like i'm very inviting yes um, probably too inviting because then i get people that constantly <laughs> want to come talk to me but um but then you know when it gets into work time then it's like or if like we're in a meeting then it's different um which actually i just started working with somebody from new york and it was the first time i've ever met someone from new york and i haven't ever in your life well i think i mean yeah i mean well i should say someone that's had the traditional new york personality okay so other people may have been from new york but they didn't have like the um you know that kind of personality i guess to that point to that level or whatever okay okay So, so um I haven't worked with them a whole lot yet, but what I've noticed is like, one, every time they talk, they do sound angry, even though they're not angry. And I'm like, okay, I understand what people say now, you know, that they always sound angry. Cause I was like, how is that possible? And then two, they're very to the point and business oriented. And I'm yeah. like, after, af- at first I was like, oh, I don't know if I'd like New York, but now I'm like, can I move to New York? I feel like I would fit with these people. I want to get in, do the business and get out. I don't want to hang out, you know? I don't want to chit chat. Oh my so, gosh! Yeah, maybe I can move to New York next. You would hate Chicago's. me at work. You would absolutely <laughs> hate me. 
It is so funny because I sit, so we have an open office plan and I sit in a cube and like the lady who sits right next to me is, Mm -hmm. is just as bad as me. It's just like being a total like goofball. Um, so we crack, uh, we like make the most ridiculous joke. Like we just, we, we riff off of each other, which is probably not a good thing. Right. Um, and then like right behind her is a very awesome lady who is always, she's like probably the busiest person on our team. And she always has like a million projects to do. And like every once in a while, I just look behind her and I'll look behind myself and look at her. And I'm like, I'm just, I'm so sorry. (laughs) I know you're trying to get work done. And uh, it's just not going to happen today. I'm sorry. <laughs> but she says she doesn't mind. She says that we are hilarious. And she mm. enjoys being in the same cube as us. Yeah. So that's well, good, good, I guess. I guess if she really gets irritated, maybe she can put headphones in if you're, if you guys. Oh, yeah. 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 I'm, and, you know. Damn. So that's always a good sign if she's not Absolutely. putting headphones in. Yeah. <laughs> she and I work on a lot of projects together, too. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, good. Yeah, but I'm lucky. I mean, I I have a lot of, I just have, I work with a lot of really great people. So that really yeah, helps me. Um, but it is just funny that, you know, I'm trying to think about, okay, so here's a question. Because we've been talking a lot about, um, you know, what this means for us. And like, mm-hmm. do people like us? Or, you know, do our bosses like us? Or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, or do we feel like we have to, you know, be a certain way or et cetera. Uh, what about for other people? Like, do you, have you found yourself in a situation where you just like didn't like somebody and now do you wonder if like maybe it is these weird sorts of biases or something like that? So if you're looking I- on it. Yeah, in my experience, and maybe it's the personality thing, like you had said before. But yeah, I to me, there's not actually not a lot of people I don't like. Surprisingly, right? Yeah, no, <laughs> um, yeah, same. And I actually tend to respect the people that others. Well, let's let's say women in this at least, because that's usually how it goes. But um, women that are considered quote unquote too abrasive right. I actually end up usually respecting them because they end up knowing their job really well and they right. perform really well. And so right. I respect someone. I think that was even in our values episode that I respect competence. Yes, absolutely. And, um, absolutely. So I'm just trying to think through work people really quick and um, yeah, there's not a lot of people I don't like. The people yeah. that I tend to It doesn't to have not- to be work people. It could be, like, other people. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, yeah. And, okay, so, yeah, that's... Well, I thought, because this is likability in the workplace, is the mm-hmm. podcast. So that's why I related it oh, to I the workplace. Oh, I guess that's true. That's yeah. True. Um, but in general, so the personality type that I tend to loathe and just cannot stand is people that are... Uh, you know, they say things maybe or embellish on things or right, they, right. and it's not about being center of attention or even about, um, like being loud, but there's just certain phrases that come out of their mouth that I'm like, Oh, this is, this is a, like, I, I'm saying this because I know it gets attention and right. that's what I want to do. Yeah. And so I just, I don't know. Those are the people that I tend to not like. And I can only think of 
a handful, like three off the top right. of my head, uh, right. like that. But in general, yeah, no, I don't, I don't. Other than the yeah. personality type, yeah, yeah, I've been trying to think about that too because I feel like I also, you know, it's hard for me to think of anybody I do not like. Yeah, um, but maybe that's because we're women. And we're coming at it, so we have a different perspective. Yeah. Than the men coming into the, you know, because that's the whole thing is that right, right. It's the way that the men perceive the women in the. It, again, this is workplace, but the way that the men res- perceive the women in the workplace. So maybe because we are female assigned at birth, <laughs> um, <laughs> we it, we are looking we we look at it differently because we live it. Right. Right. I mean, that could be, I'm just, because I'm also just thinking about like, you know, are there men that I don't like? You know what I mean? Like, there are a lot of different yeah. types of personalities. Um, yeah. And it is really interesting because I can think of several people um, who I didn't like initially uh, mm-hmm. for whatever reason. I had that bias, whether it's a personality type or whatever. And I was just like, that person's freaking whatever. Um, yeah. And uh, and then almost every single time I get to know them and I'm like, I was so wrong about this yeah. particular person, uh, which I guess c- kind of plays into this, right? Like, mm-hmm. you know, if you, <laughs> this person is not what you expected them to be. Yes. I think everybody has to own up to the fact that we have some amount of implicit bias when it comes Mm -hmm. to other people. Um, And, you know, you have to own up to that and then you have to be willing to be like, okay, I have this bias. Let me set that, that assumption aside and actually get to know this person for who they actually are. And, you know, not just have a reaction because they did not show up the way I expected them to, you know? Right. Yeah. Um, so, cause I'm thinking about like people who I've met who were, um, who did not look <laughs> on the surface necessarily like they would be extremely strong and powerful. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they were very extremely strong and powerful. And I was like, I, my first reaction was just like, you know, you're acting really strong and powerful and you shouldn't be because you were just blah, 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 you know? Mm-hmm. And I was just like, hold on. <laughs> wait just a second. Uh, and then come to, you know, be like, oh, wait, no, they're just like badass people and that's okay. Yeah. Like they could be strong and powerful. Um, so I don't know. It was really, it's interesting to kind of think about that too. Like at, <laughs> when have I been wrong with my right, yeah. impressions of people? Yeah. So that also is helpful. But normally, I mean, I usually do like most people in in the world. I can't really, like, I don't really know. The only time that I don't like people is if they, like, actively do something to break my trust. Oh, um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that doesn't happen very often thankfully (laughs) yes but how often do you trust strangers like on your first impression or encounter well i mean in again in the workplace i guess it's a little different you may have to trust people for projects but uh it's not often that an acquaintance that you're trusting for you know for something serious you know right like most acquaintance acquaintance is just like surface level interactions well, to a degree. I mean, 
I'm, I'm thinking, I was thinking specifically about this because, um, my, my co-facilitator who was like so helpful whenever I had mm-hmm. my, my near panic attack, um, is someone who I haven't worked with very long. So she just started the team, um, the beginning of the year mm-hmm. and, you know, I still don't feel like I know her that well. And so my thought was like, you know, Oh, okay. It's like, I did have the thought of, okay, is it okay if I trust her with this knowledge about myself? Yeah. yeah. And I was like, no, I'm going, I, I do trust her. Like she's yeah has given me no reason to not trust her. And she's a really cool person. So I'm going to, you know, go ahead and do this. And so I do tend to trust like more than not. Like I don't, I don't have my guard up usually. Yeah. Um, unless, you know, somebody gives me a reason to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. And I think, yeah, that's what I was thinking more general. Because in the workplace, you have to trust people for right yeah. reasons. Because you're co-working on things, even, you know, whatever. So I wasn't right. sure. Like in everyday life, you don't meet someone at a party and trust them with something. <laughs> don't say, yeah. Can you drive me home? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that's true that's yeah. so true um oh my gosh yeah but it was so it, this was a good podcast i enjoyed it i'm glad that we got a chance to listen to it it was it was good what what did you want to say yeah. you seem like you're about to pop in with something yes so i have two more points to make mm-hmm. and um one of them so in the um in the summary, I kind of said, you know, this can make or break your career. So related to that, um, even if this doesn't, this bias uh, of likability of people liking you or not, even if it doesn't derail your career, it can damage your confidence. Because Oh, yes, that's a really good point. Yeah, because even if it isn't, even, even if it isn't really happening to you, right? Because this is, this can also be perception. Right. So if you are aware of this phenomenon, then it can cause you to live in constant fear of being disliked. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And like the lady talks about, I think, I think it's called rumination, where yes. she, she gave a presentation <laughs> and she said the word broccoli like five times and she was like... She was like, oh, my God, I sounded terrible because I said broccoli five times and people are going to think I'm an idiot. And then she kept stewing on it and it made yes. her think she, ultimately she was going to get fired and for saying the word broccoli five times, you know. Right, right. Um, and so I think if you are aware of this phenomenon, then it can cause you to live in constant fear and it can even make you second guess yourself and your own abilities if you're being subjected to this. Right. Um, right. And because, yeah, this is something being put on you. Um, and then also, I wonder if there's any connection between this and imposter syndrome. Because I think, huh, yeah. In addition to the normal causes of imposter syndrome, I can definitely see this leading to it as well. Because, because like I said, it can like damage your confidence and make you second guess your own abilities, um, right. which can lead to, should I even be here? Am I an imposter in this position because, you know, so-and-so doesn't like me? Or if I'm being told I'm too, you know, warm or cold for this position. I'm not being professional enough. Yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I'm not yeah. professional enough. Then do I belong here? Do I, should I, do I belong at the next level? You know? Right, and right. So I, I've never heard of a relation between this and imposter syndrome, but 
personally, I wonder if there is a connection between the two. I mean, I can't imagine that there that that there wouldn't be. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, um, because imposter syndrome is such a real thing, and so many people I know suffer from it. Um, you know, male and female. Like, yeah. And, and I was going to ask that. Interesting, like, because I was gonna I was gonna ask that if it was. I've never heard of a male. Oh my god! Suffering from it, but just but maybe they just haven't shared with me. Thomas probably. I, I hope he doesn't mind me sharing this, but mm-hmm. he probably suffers more from imposter syndrome than I do. Oh uh, wow! Because like you know, we talk all the time about how <laughs> someday everybody at work's going to wake up and realize that they put a couple of idiots in the places <laughs> where they put us, uh, and be like, "Why? Why do we put you in these positions? You must. Yeah. You, we must demote you at once." You know. Oh no. Um. So yeah, we both have like severe imposter syndrome. Huh. Um. When it comes to, it's just like at some point they're going to realize that I'm not as brilliant as they think I am. Yeah. Um. And mine's gotten a little bit better. Um. In recent years, but I think that that Thomas still struggles a lot with it. Um, yeah. So that's um, the immediate uh, one that comes to mind is that yeah. one for okay. sure. Um, but but I've also known other people who have suffered from that as well. Um, yeah. It's a uh, it's a real thing, and you know, I it would it would. I would be surprised if there wasn't a link between this this likability trap and mm-hmm. um, and the uh, imposter syndrome. So yeah, absolutely. But um, what was it? There was something else I wanted to say when you brought that up. Oh, about confidence and stuff. Yeah, um, yeah. Like you've really got to. It's so hard because, especially in our culture, we put so much of our self-worth on how we perform at work. Yeah. Um, you know, so it's like, does your does your boss like you? Are you doing a good job? Did you get a good review? Um, did you get a promotion? Like, there's so much of your of our self-confidence that's wrapped up in the workplace. Um, even those of us like me who are not necessarily that ambitious, like I still like have so much of my self-worth wrapped up in, am I being a good worker? Am I being a good team player? Am I being a valid contributor to projects or whatever? And it's like, you know, at the end of the day, who cares? I mean, I don't want to say it like that because I obviously do care about my work, but you know, it's not like I'm a terrible person if I screw something up, you know? Right, yeah. Um, but I think it's really hard for all of us to to, to kind of, you know, make a true separation between that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's not you are what you eat anymore. It's you are where... <laughs> it's are what you work. Right, yes. <laughs> so... Um, so yeah, so if you're dealing with kind of a toxic situation where um, people are trying to <laughs> tell you, give you some well-meaning advice that you really don't need <laughs> about mm-hmm. whether or not you should be more assertive or whether or not you should, uh, you know, make sure you don't ruffle anyone's feathers, um, you know. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think the own. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I, I, I lost my train of thought. So go. Oh. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> um, 
I think almost the onus needs to be on the person giving the feedback that they really need to um, reflect on why they're giving that feedback. And right. one of the questions was like in the podcast was um, when someone gives you feedback, ask them, well, who I, they said, I think they um, framed it up two ways. Ask one, who is someone else that you see me acting like so that right. you can kind of compare yourself to how they're acting and then also who should i model myself after right exactly um, exactly so I, I really think we need to do this whole reinvention of the feedback loop and part of i just do various leadership training as part of my development and uh-huh. one of those things is like when you give feedback it needs to have examples like right you should yes, never yes. say either good or bad you should never just say hey great job or hey terrible job because right. that's nothing either or way even, it's nothing yeah and i mean that was yes yes absolutely uh that was one of the things i was pleased about listening to that because we just rolled out some training at work about um, you know how to how to deliver feedback in a way that made more sense, and it was talking about yeah. in a way that was more effective, and it was talking about being more concrete with yes. like specific examples, and and that's so important because if you just say someone, oh well, you know, and oh my gosh, I can think of a specific situation where this happened several years ago. If you're just saying to someone that oh you know you're just um, your your personality is just not. Um, you know, customer service uh, centered enough or something like mm-hmm. that, right? Mm-hmm. Like, what the heck does that even mean? Right. Give me specific examples of where, yeah. I, you know, I have gone wrong or I have not, you know, performed to, you know, wh- what, show me where this is, this has occurred. Mm-hmm. Um, and more than once, right? Right, yeah. Um, and then let me figure out what I can do and then give me specific examples of what I should do. Don't right. just say, you know, you need to not ruffle so many feathers. Like what does that even mean? Yeah. Um, and when was, what was an example when I was out of line? Right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, and so, yes, I feel like that is so, so important. Um, yes. And, you know, ask for those, make sure that you're, saying hey if you're if okay well that's great i want to do better tell me tell give me an example of what i did wrong and give Mm -hmm. me an example of what i should do instead like i need to know where how to move in this particular Mm -hmm. um in this particular environment and also you know if there is because again there are valid situations where people do need to work on specific traits right like Mm -hmm. again as i mentioned before I should be more assertive um, on a lot of different things. My boss is really good about, hey, nice job pushing back on X, Y, or Z, you know, because she knows it's not easy for me. And when she sees me doing it, she recognizes it. And she, like, gives me praise for it <laughs> because yeah. she knows it's it's outside my comfort zone. And it's something that if I'm doing it in an effective manner, that it's really working well for me. So, you know, and it, and it moves projects along and it, and it creates results where we would not necessarily have results if I did what I normally want to do, which is just poke my head in the sand and hope everybody (laughs) leaves me alone. Right. Right. Yeah. (laughs) So, um, so yes. Anyway, 
That was a lot. We talked a long time about a 20-minute podcast. Yeah, I know. <laughs> we always, like, double, you know, like, 20-minute exactly. po- po- podcast. We're going to talk about it 40 minutes. You exactly. Know? Exactly. Uh, with a little drinking sprinkled in. Exactly. You know, our, our uh, alcoholic... Uh, influencer our, our alcoholic influencer information yes. yeah <laughs> that's right um, but if there is something you would like us to listen to or if you have a topic you would like for us to address or if you have any questions or comments about the show feel free to visit us please do visit us at mm-hmm. uh facebook.com slash weekly buddy time or send us an email at weekly buddy time at gmail.com shaker yes. and spoon we're looking at you we want you we want your uh, <laughs> please sponsor us Please, please do sponsor us. (laughs) (laughs) I've probably given them so much business just from talking about them like at least once a month on this podcast. They at least owe me one free box. Come on. (laughs) Just one free box. That's all we're asking for. Yeah. (sighs) All right. Well, I love you, Stacey. I love you, too. And I will see you next week. Talk to you next week. I guess not see you. Right, yeah. But yeah. That's true. Okay, yeah. (laughs) I'll talk to you next week. Okay, that sounds good. Okay, (laughs) bye. Bye. A Hoots Media Production. Hoot, 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 ho